You're listening to episode number 30 of Radical Shift, the three-minute morning routine that will drastically change your life. So if you've been meaning to start a morning routine or wanting to invest in yourself a little more each day, you are going to love this episode because it isn't about taking cold showers or being brutal to yourself first thing in the morning. In fact, you don't even have to get out of bed for this magic to work. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so thankful that we get this time together. Now, before we kick things off, I want to share a somewhat personal story that I haven't really put out in public before. It's uh, something that has really shaped the course of my life, what I do every day, what I enjoy doing, and it's high time I started to get it out in the public, and uh, you know why I'm doing what I'm doing and where it all comes from. So this is a story about my dad and when I was probably about nine or 10 years old, and we were growing, I grew up on a farm. My dad was a farmer. He's probably, uh, what, third, fourth generation U.S. farmer. So, you know, his parents were over in Europe farming, or his great-grandparents, excuse me, uh, and then they immigrated to the U.S. And so we were just generation after generation of farmers, like all of our neighbors, all of the people that I grew up with, all of my best friends, their parents were farmers, their grandparents were farmers. Uh, Maybe they spoke multiple languages because their grandparents immigrated from Europe and that was just the norm. Now, what was happening when I was growing up was a farming crisis. Many of these farms that had been in families for generations were being repoed by the bank, were being taken by the bank because people were having to foreclose on their farms. They just weren't making ends meet. Prices were low. There were all sorts of issues with the farming industry, as there are today still. Um, and as a result, there were a lot of suicides amongst farmers. And this one day, actually it's two days. But uh, it started on a day, it was warm, it was summer. And the way that farmers connected was they would drive over to another farm. And they would hang over the end of the flatbed. So they'd lean over the end of the flatbed and have a conversation. This was pretty normal. They, (laughs) I think these guys would gossip more than the women. Um, But this one day a farmer came over and I was outside playing and I overheard the conversation that he and my dad were having. And he started to talk about the situation, the financial situation of his farm and how they were unable to make ends meet. And what my dad told him wasn't what time to sell their grain or what crops to plant or any sort of changes in their, their industry or procedures or anything like that. No hot tips like that. What he told him to do is to take him and his family and to get dressed every Sunday and go to church. Just get out of your farming clothes, put on something nice so you feel good and go to church and be amongst 
community, other people who can relate to you and get your mind off of it. Go, go think about something else for just an hour. And this guy wasn't normally a church going man. Um, he usually worked on Sunday mornings. The farmers work pretty hard and he did what my dad said. He went home, he got his family dressed up and they went to church every Sunday few weeks later, he's back at our kitchen table this time, and he and my dad are having a cup of coffee, they're talking, and he tells my dad that that was the best advice that he had ever gotten, that my dad had truly saved his life, because just that act of getting dressed up made him feel worthwhile. It shifted his mindset. It got him out of thinking things were so hopeless. It gave him some new ideas. And in fact, he had been contemplating suicide and it saved his life. And to think that what that effect had on not just his kids and his wife, but now they have grandkids and the farm is still in their family. And it was all through not business tactics, but spiritual tactics. And that's a lot of what I want to give to you today is this headset, this <laughs> mindset in our head of how we can shift things. And recently I was on a CBS show called uh, Living and I was giving my morning tips on how to start a morning routine. And in fact, I don't even like to call it a morning routine because then a lot of people get turned off. You're so exhausted already. Most people are facing insomnia. The thought of getting up early is just not going to happen. <laughs> so I have what I call power rituals that I do throughout the day, but especially kicking off my day. And normally, most people will reach for your phone, which is typical. Those phones are designed to make you do that. And your brain wants to know your identity, who you are, what you are, wants to know immediately when you wake up, where you're at, what's happening. So most people, when they wake up, they're in a fight or flight mode. Their cortisol levels start to spike way up. They go into a high beta state. So this is when you're being chased by lions or you got to solve a problem or something is happening that is urgent. And when you wake up, you go from probably an alpha, a delta state, a theta state, which is dreaming states, straight into high beta. And the morning routines that I teach in my 21-day Mindset Reset Challenge or the power rituals that I teach. And if you want to join, we're kicking off March 1st. It's 21daymindsetreset.com and it's live. So you're going to go through all of this with a whole group of people and a community. Just like what helped that gentleman, um, my dad's friend, he needed community. And that's why I do these challenges live is so you have that support, you have that community. Now, we, when we wake up, we are in that theta state. So when you first surface, you're not quite awake yet. You're kind of in that theta delta state. And you know what the cool thing is about that state? That is a state where you can rewire your subconscious mind. You can change the direction of your whole day. 
and you can program your RAS. So what is the RAS? That's the reticulator activating system. That is the part of your brain that filters in and out information. So if you take a look at your Facebook feed or at television or anything around you, if your mind absorbed all those little details, your head would literally just blow off. It would just explode because it's way too much information for your brain to process. So we have this part of our brain that's called the reticulator activating system that allows you to filter out unnecessary information and pull in the necessary information. That's why you notice your name more because your RAS has been programmed to do that. That's why you'll notice your kids' names or a birth date, you just, it's part of your RAS. And, or maybe you get a new car and you start to see that car everywhere. It's not woo-woo, it's your RAS. Sorry, that's kind of like telling you Santa Claus doesn't exist, but you know, that's how it works. So the RAS is a reticulator activating system and you can actually program that. You can tell it what to focus on. So if you're saying, I wanna focus on pink Today, you will notice pink. In fact, if you just close your eyes, and don't do this if you're driving, but if you close your eyes and you think of a color, and let's just take blue, bright blue, beautiful, bright, sunny blue, and open up your eyes and you will see more blue. And so when you first wake up in the morning and that first few minutes are the most critical, you don't need a full hour morning routine. It does help if you can invest in yourself. But what I'm going to give you is the cheat sheet, the quick start. So anybody can do this. So that first few minutes when you wake up and you open your eyes, start to daydream about how you want that day to go. Take it like it's the best day. It is your birthday. It is Christmas and it is summer vacation all rolled into one How would that look? What would it be like? Now, most people, when I share this with them, they go pretty uh, average with their their daydreaming. They don't think of like, I'm going to jet off to Paris and I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to do all this stuff. They don't allow themselves to go there because they don't want to be let down or they just haven't let their imagination go to that extreme in a long, long time. And we were born with these amazing imaginations that have been knocked down over time. So let your imagination just go. Instead of reaching for the phone, let your imagination go because what you're doing is you're, you're reprogramming your subconscious, you're reprogramming your, your identity and what you're capable of doing. And you are directing that RAS system. So you are changing a ton of stuff in your mind. But if instead you wake up and you shoot into that high cortisol, so you're like worried about what a spouse said or a coworker said or somebody who's grooming your pet or whatever, <laughs> neighbor, anybody, somebody who's pushed your buttons and you're right into that conversation all over again, then what you're doing is you are programming your subconscious to want more of those conversations, to defining that's the way life is. You are setting beliefs and boundaries in your subconscious. And just so you know, our subconscious minds are working at neck-breaking speeds. We believe our decisions are all conscious, that we're making these very logical decisions. But in fact, most of our decisions are made emotionally 
through our subconscious mind. So even though we're thinking like I'm, be, I'm weighing the pros and cons and whatnot, our subconscious mind has already made that decision and you will make that decision based on what your like, beliefs that you don't even know exist. In fact, a lot of these beliefs have been created during moments of your life that you probably don't even remember. That's how powerful your subconscious mind is. So when you wake up and you daydream, you're changing those beliefs. You're changing the boundaries of your life. Now, if you choose instead to replay a day or an argument and then reach for your phone for some identity, who needed me, who wrote to me, what emails did I get, what messages did I get, who liked a comment, who quoted on a comment, if you are going there, and I'm not judging because those apps are so cleverly designed to make them addictive like that, more addictive than heroin, because you have a chemical spike that goes up when you're reaching for the phone, not as you're reading the comments or anything like that. It's that anticipation of what you are going to see that spork, sp- sporks, <laughs> spikes um, a hormone in your body and your body gets addicted to that. So it gets addicted to that rush. And when you wake up, if you're having that high beta state, that cortisol going through your body, you're going to want to interrupt that and you get a nice little rush of endorphins and then you grab your phone and you're right back into that high beta state. No matter what is on that phone, it's so mixed with information, so much information, and then you are programming your reticulator activating system, your RAS, based on what you're reading. So you basically, you're giving over your whole life to Facebook or Instagram or Messenger or email or something else. You are giving up the control. And that is why you end up in circulars, going round and round in circles over and over year after year. Okay. And when, when you start out like that, when you start out Uh, daydreaming versus going to your phone, you change everything. It's a complete game changer. From there, like you could just daydream about yourself getting out of bed and sitting down to meditate for 10 minutes. If you did that, if you daydreamed about that, the odds of you actually sitting down to meditate are about 99.999% higher than if you didn't daydream it. Because you just programmed your brain into what needs to happen next. You can do this about being healthy or about uh, eating healthy. You can do this about getting outside for a run or a walk. When it is cold out, and I'm talking super cold, like zero degrees Fahrenheit, I will go out running. And the way I bust through that idea of, oh my gosh, it's so cold out, I can't get outside. The way I bust through that negativity is I see myself at mile one. There's a point where my body is all warmed up and it's about a mile down the road, half a mile. And I see myself there in my mind. And from that point on, it's such a good emotion. When I get to that point, it feels so good to be outside that putting on my shoes, putting on my gear feels great because I can't wait to get to that point. So how are you programming yourself first thing in the morning? 
How are you doing that? And if you want to dive super deep in some, into some power rituals that will completely transform your life, I invite you to join the 21 Day Mindset Reset Challenge. We, I mean, people join that and they don't even recognize where they were when they started the challenge. Their life changes so much. They change so much. Their perspective on life changes so much. Their confidence goes up. They have doubled their income. They have found love. They have uh, started to get on a healthy journey with their life. And in this one, oh, I'm super pumped about this one. I have an amazing woman who is, I've been in some of her programs. She is the most amazing coach. And she's going to be doing some guest appearances with our Mindset Reset Challenge. And this is super awesome because normally she charges thousands of dollars to a coach and she's going to give that it's going to be part of this challenge. And the challenge is less than a sushi meal, less than a pair of shoes, less than a date night at the movies. So go on, treat yourself. It's 21 day mindset reset challenge.com. I would love to connect with you in that challenge. All right, guys, until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at heycarlawhite. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.